Well, good morning. Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday morning. And I got to say, we have a real, real treat for you today. Um, you know, we talk about real estate. We talk about, you know, some of the trigger terms for 2022. We talk about how we change our mindsets. Um, and we bring on all these guests to per perpetuate that professionalism in the industry. And while we certainly have someone that is going to do that even further. So, and now, by way of, well, everywhere, she is a mindset mentor, a crypto and NFT addict and educator. She is a motivational quote poster with my favorite one being, I don't chase, I attract. She is partner with Jason Stone at Millionaire Mentor with over 31,000 followers on Instagram. She's a travelholic and educates on the travel mindset, crypto, and NFTs with over 500,000 students. Stand up and make some noise for crypto, Corinne. I wish I was in Florence. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, David. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, listen, I uh, I thank you for coming on. You know, you, know, you talk to people that, um, you know, understand crypto and and then you talk to everyone else who doesn't you know <laughs> so um you know when you talk about crypto and you know it's become kind of a trigger term you know um we talked about maybe you know it being like viral because word of mouth but people don't really understand actually why it's been so popular just explain a little bit about crypto and and you know what you think about the popularity of crypto yeah absolutely so you know I think the main thing that we need to understand about cryptocurrencies is that it's a whole new way for people to be able to exchange money, right? And we've seen over time, over our history, that evolution of money, or rather I should say exchange of value, right? So we started off, what, back in the days where we used to give each other shells and then maybe we, or before that, you know, you'd give, hey, here's one cow for 10 chickens. And then we had this evolution of, you know, moving into gold. Gold was way too heavy to be carrying around all the time. So we created, you know, money, we created cash. Then we shift to banks as we started creating this evolution of international, right? Because you can't send gold from here in America to Europe. So banks create that online system. And now cryptocurrency is the next thing um, where, you know, we talk about a creating um, an exchange of value that is unmodifiable. Everything is transparent, open for everybody to see, because many of us, you know, uh, want to be able to, we don't like the idea that we can't go to the bank and say, hey, bank, could you show us the last 500 transactions? And they're like, no, we don't like that. We like the idea that everything is transparent for all of us to see. And it's just the, you know, the next uh, logical evolution point. So uh, I don't think many people see it as that yet. I think as you spoke about, you know, majority of people are still looking at as just, oh, this is a quick way to get money, which I promise you that majority of people, it's a quick way to lose money because if you don't know what you're doing <laughs> and you're investing in the bunnies and the dogs and those <laughs> kind of coins, you're probably going to end up losing more than you would think you'd make. But um, they're cute. 
but that's what we're starting to sorry what was that i said but they're cute i know right yeah cute, cool well i'm here to make money i don't know about everybody else so that's just kind of the next the next step that we're shifting towards you know, it's funny because, um, you know, obviously uh, banks never hide anything and they're not deceptive and um, they weren't the reason why 2008 happened. So, um, you know, I wouldn't I don't understand why crypto uh, would be so popular. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, the, you know, people talk about the decentralization of, you know, banks and or money currencies. And, um, you know, what does that actually mean? I mean, I know we talk about transparency like you just did, but what does that actually mean? And and, and how does it affect, you know, the average consumer uh, going forward? Yeah, absolutely. So if we, let's talk about Bitcoin. Okay, so Bitcoin is obviously the first cryptocurrency that worked. It was the first one where they were able to create peer-to-peer transactions where there was no middleman. So when we talk about decentralization, we talk about removing that middleman. So we don't need anybody in between. And it can be me and Adam out in Europe that can directly transfer money to one another and exchange, have that exchange of value. So that's essentially what decentralization means, that we don't need anybody in between anymore. So when we think about it that way, you know, for for the average person, we're talking about things being one, a lot cheaper, even though we won't dive into it just yet, but maybe everyone's like, no, but it costs so much to send money through the blockchain, okay? In the long term, you know, the money is being recycled um, between us people. And I think that's what it really means for us, that it's giving power to the people. It's not giving power to a middleman. It's not giving power to mm, the the banks <laughs> and to those big guys okay but to us average people um that's really i think what the the big thing is and you know when when we talk about bitcoin and why i'm such a bitcoin enthusiast is um it's just going to give power to us people so the you know the fear really is 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 of regulation right so like governments coming in and saying you know what um we're going to regulate um, crypto, we're going to regulate, um, you know, the Bitcoins or the mainstream uh, coins um, or mainstream crypto. Um, you know, what would you say, you know, you know, is, is crypto here to stay? Is there mm-hmm. something that, um, you know, could affect it? Like, what are the pros and cons in investing in crypto in 2022? Mm-hmm. We already know when looking back, you know, from 2017, you know, that everyone should have invested in crypto. But should it people invest in crypto now? And, and I understand you're not a financial um, exactly. analyst or, or anything like that, and this isn't meant for financial advice. But Absolutely. it's it's really your you know um, what is Corinne's opinion on all this? Yeah, of course. So I I definitely think that crypto is here to stay. We just can continue to see that adoption happening worldwide. And you know when we talk about crypto, we're not even just talking about exchanging value but we're talking about a whole new technology that is going to be uh, that's going to help us in many many aspects of life and business so I definitely think it's here to stay Um, for the person that is starting today and looking at this space I think that you know we we have to be so careful what it is that we're investing in okay 
And I mean, you look at it just traditionally when, okay, should I invest in an Apple stock or should I invest in the brand new glass company down the road? I don't know. Like, it's just about thinking what is the next big thing that's actually going to stay here. There actually has a use case that's going to bring some sort of value to the world. I always think about, okay, what problems is this cryptocurrency going to resolve? Because there are so many cryptocurrencies out there. And that's why I won't say names. But when I say something like, be careful when you're investing in the bunnies and the puppies, because they probably don't have, for now, they probably don't have an actual use case. So why would I invest in it? Okay. So obviously, I always tell everybody, do your own research, go and understand what it is that you you're putting your your money in. Again, I'm no financial advisor, I do my own research before um, getting into anything. But to go back, you know, I just really truly believe that cryptocurrency is the next logical step. We talk about um, regulation. I think a part of regulation is uh, very, very important because it is going to help us uh, adopt faster around the world. Um, when we talk about still having middle men and whether regulation then means, oh, but then the banks can still get their money off of us, that's really going to depend on us and doing our own research and not listening to maybe mass media and the news and what, you know, the people that want you to do certain things tell you to do <laughs> because it's very biased. So it's about doing that research, understanding what is going to be that next beneficial step or that cryptocurrency that I do want to invest in. And it's not even just investing, it's about supporting so that we can shift into this crypto future with the decentralization behind it, because I think that's the powerful thing. Sure. You know, um, you look at Bitcoin and obviously that's, you know, um, I guess the most popular or, or um, most well-invested um, um, crypto. But, you know, when you look at like, uh, you know, just doing brief, brief research and certainly not um, qualified nearly as what you are, um, but, you know, looking at it, it seems that like an Ethereum would be worth significantly more than what Bitcoin would be on the sense of, you know, people are adopting the Ethereum technology or the Ethereum um, coin for all different things, governments That's and all kinds of things. So um, what do you see for Ethereum? Again, you know. I know there's a disclaimer and disclosure and I'm an attorney's son. So uh, this is not financial advice. So please don't, you know, take this as yeah. financial advice. But, you know, what do you what do you think about Ethereum? Yeah. So Ethereum, um, Ethereum is a different type of crypto. So when we look at Bitcoin, we think about Bitcoin is essentially what's called a transactional coin for now. It's a transactional coin that we use to transact between people and exchange value. Whereas Ethereum has a lot more use behind it. It's a it's called more of like a functional coin. So we talk about smart contracts, which is the biggest thing um, where I think it's like more than 80% of cryptocurrencies right now are built upon the Ethereum layer one. So they're layer two that are built upon Ethereum. So um, that already goes to show 
wow, so 80% of coins, if something happens to Ethereum, aren't going to be there anymore? That's right. <laughs> Ethereum is absolutely key. Um, I we we talk about something called the 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 Bitcoin Ethereum flipping, where we do think that potentially at some stage Ethereum is going to overtake um, Bitcoin in terms of market capitalization because it has so much use case and so so much more money is going to be pouring into into ethereum it's got some of the greatest minds in this space behind it so uh, i personally think looking at the technology looking at the people behind it looking at what it's already created um i think ethereum is definitely also here to stay it does something different to to what bitcoin does um and you know obviously when we enter inside the nft space uh, majority of that is all uh, Ethereum. Decentralized finance is Ethereum. It's uh, it's all on there. So it's it's a it's a good one in my opinion. But do your own research. Yeah, exactly. So you know, um, you know, kind of morphing into you know the real estate space, right? So mm. when you look at real estate and you talk about problems with real estate, you know, things are a little bit slower. Um, you know, when you close, you know, it takes 30, 45 days to close, you know, when you wire transfers, although, you know, you, you know, it used to take 24 hours and now it takes maybe two hours. It still takes two hours, right? Um, where, you know, when you're transferring, you know, Bitcoin or Ethereum, it's really pretty much instantaneous. So, you know, where do you see, um, crypto and real estate coming really together where we see more of the mainstream stuff where we're actually seeing, you know, transactions. I know we're seeing a few transactions, but when, when are we going to see the explosion of, um, of crypto really affecting the real estate uh, industry? Yeah, I think, I think we're already on the move. Um, more and more, you know, I, I really see it in, in Europe, in places like Portugal and Spain, uh, you know, many of my friends as well, left, right and center, just buying real estate directly with crypto. You know, if you find um, a, a vendor that says, yep, I'm happy to, you know, sell my property with cryptocurrency, they're already there and doing it. It's a mutual agreement. And, you know, within oh, it might take sometimes 15 minutes for Bitcoin to create a transaction. So within 15 minutes, you're you're done. Um, so I think the adoption is happening very, very quick. And, and with regular uh, um, with regulating cryptocurrency, I think that's going to definitely speed up the process as well. Um, but I think really the big interesting side of real estate, and I'm by no means an expert in this side of things. So, um, you know, you might be able to add some more thoughts on this as well. But I really see the NFT space being very big with uh, with real estate. So, when we talk about NFTs, we're talking about uh, essentially a, a uh, let's look at it like a digital footprint, a digital contract that's there online that imagine every single property has its own unique NFT, right? And there, or they literally have listed and written specifically what has happened inside of that property. So we know it was sold from this person to this person on this exact date. This is exactly how much it was. Um, this is maybe some water issues or maintenance issues or something issues that has happened with this property in the past. And it's there encrypted inside of the blockchain 
Uh, it has its NFT, which is there. It's unique, original, specific to that property. So nobody can modify it and nobody can change it. And even there, instead of going and doing all of the paperwork, you're like, Ding, here's your NFT. There you go. There's your property. Now you're owner of it. So I think that um, it's bound to happen. It's already happening. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, of people's acceptance to it because I think we, we're creatures of habits and we're scared when things try and change. Um, even if we see the positives, we're like, yeah, but what if? right? So we, we do get scared, but the faster that we, and this is why I love educating because the more that we educate people on it, the more they'll understand, okay, this is the next logical step. And if anything, it's going to help us. So yeah, I think it's going to be exciting times for real estate and crypto for sure. So, you know, you know, when you talk about NFTs and non-fungible tokens and, and all of that, you know, you're looking at kind of a little craziness. So to me, <laughs> right. So like, is it garbage in, garbage out? Because how do you get the understanding of, all right, well, there's water damage or there was deferred maintenance in a particular property, you know, on the blockchain? You know, how, you know, who's reporting that, right? So um, not everything is public record. Um, now, obviously, if there's insurance claims and things like that, that can be pulled into, um, you know, the blockchain and then, uh, you know, the NFT, sit, you know, sits in it. But, you know... Um, like I, I was just trying to wrap my head around, yeah. you know, um, getting NFTs for particular properties and mm -hmm. having that digital, like you said, often um, mm -hmm. authenticity for that particular property and having everything in there. Yeah. But I'm not sure. And I'm like looking at liability, like, all right, well, if you didn't include something that was in there and they believe a buyer is purchasing an NFT mm -hmm. and you know, no one, the seller never disclosed three sellers ago that there was water damage and they never had an insurance claim. You would have never known. Right. So yeah. I'm just trying to wrap my head around a little bit of it. Yeah. But it, it's pretty cool in the sense of imagine this, imagine doing an NFT for the properties in your farm area. <laughs> and even though you're not listing the property, you're getting royalties every time that NFT and is being sold. Crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, that it's a it's another way of creating passive incomes from there as well. Um, and, you know, consistently always getting uh, that what you deserve, I feel at the end, because you were the original, let's say, creator in general of whatever it may be. Um, I think that, you know, the they probably still need to create and fine tune all of these details. I know that there are already companies out there. Um, or rather DAOs, okay, um, that are going and, and creating and looking into this whole real estate and how to do do it all the right way. Um, so there's still fine-tuning to, to do. We definitely won't start it all tomorrow um, worldwide. But, yeah, it's... Um, it's crazy because, you know, people don't wrap their heads around, you know, the digital space, the meta space and all this other different things that are kind of going crazy. But, you know, um, I, I, I'm, I don't know if you I'm sure you listen to Gary V and, you know, um, and, and Gary V just had a, a great, you know, understanding. He's like, like, well, you know, I don't know what furniture you have in your house. So like, what is like, you know, I'm not showing the furniture in your house. It's the same thing 
as being in the metaverse, not showing the digital space, you're not living essentially in your kind of earth, right? You're living in a different space where you can, you know, trade, sell, you know, go to the uh, the market and, and be able to uh, sell land, build amphitheaters, have concerts, have virtual craziness and all that, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the world has certainly become, I, I don't know if you remember this game because I used to play it long time ago when it first came out it was called second life mm-hmm. um so it was a virtual game it had an avatars and we're talking probably a good 10 years ago maybe long mm-hmm. no maybe longer 15 years ago and um and i remember it was like this you know kind of like sims you know like oh, yeah, sims. like virtual yeah. kind of um thing where you made your own life and you were chatting with people and sometimes mm-hmm. there was creepy people and you know kind of kind of like real life um and and so it it was really cool so i understand the metaverse but not everyone does um it's 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 it it can be scary as well because again like every time i talk about it with my mom she's like no i don't even want to hear it No, no 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 like it terrifies her um have you have you ever seen the matrix david no oh you mean the movie yeah, the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. I already, like, I try and say to people, what if we're already in a matrix? Like, what if we're already in a metaverse now creating another metaverse? Like, we we don't we don't know, right? And I won't get into the whole spiritual side of things, but right. we probably are. We probably right. already are in something. And we're I, shifting on to the next one, you know? So, sometimes but, I think, like, you know, if you've ever seen Truman Show, right? Like, it's yeah. like, it's like everyone's watching what you're doing, how you're doing it and and such. And you think about like a movie that transcends time. That was a movie that just gave me the aha kind of thing where Mm -hmm. all of a sudden now that's basically what's happening. I mean, you're basically putting out, you know, posting and and whatnot. And, and, and I I heard an economist say that, you know, you know, the, the number one resource in the, you know, in the, in the world, is not you know oil, gold, whatever materials. It's your data, right? It's your self yes. data. You have whatever five thousand points of data, you know, coming out. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It is, and and you know, I think that when it comes to to the metaverse, even there, it's just like the next step. You know, whether whether maybe it scares us or not, it's just the next step. And we've got to always focus on on the positive things, right? Um, I believe that we are put on this earth to create greatness and to improve things on this earth before our time is over. So the metaverse goes and resolves a lot of problems for many, many, um, you know, reasons. And when we talk about right now, we just went through a whole huge pandemic. Imagine if everybody had adopted the metaverse while we were in those complete lockdown, which it might happen again. And we can all be in there and continue on our amazing lives and continue to generate business inside of the metaverse. Um, while maybe there's a brand new pandemic happening in our, in our current, you know, um, metaverse. <laughs> so, so it's just, um, I think we've just got to make the most of things and the way that they 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 come and focus on the positive aspects. Uh, you know, I talk, I think about someone such as myself that travels a lot and due to the pandemic, I haven't been able to see my family for about two years because of traveling restrictions. 
Um, maybe if I had had the metaverse, we could just hang out in the metaverse and it wouldn't feel like I haven't seen my family. You know, it's just about right. um, we've got to adapt. Absolutely. What's our Char Charles uh, Darwin's uh, quote? That the only the only constant is uh, is change, and those that are it's not the fittest or strongest that survive, but those that are able to adapt the fastest to change. So, love it. Um, Michael Catino uh, uh, said something about um, as you know about you know regulations coming into the United States and and such, mm -hmm. and you know there's proposals of taxes and and such. And it's not, you know, not necessarily a sales tax, but it's, you know, they're talking about even from the Venmo payments and the Zelle payments and stuff like that. They're, they're really starting to kind of dive into some of this um, and, and, and tax it. Um, you know, I think that would be the only thing that would maybe at least slow it in the near term. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and, you know, despite what people think and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, Get investing in crypto is not a um, is not the day trading. You're not mm -hmm. supposed to day trade crypto. You're supposed to be in the you know long you know um, and and not not short term. And a lot of people think it's like the next you know get quick rich scheme. You know, yeah. and and certainly a lot of people that adopted it early. Um, to your point, um, you know, made a, a ton of money, like ridiculous amount of money. However, that doesn't mean that because they made the money that you're going to make it now because um i think that window uh, is already uh, closed um uh, um at least from a you know short term flipping things kind mm -hmm. of thing. so um i always end the uh, conversation with a couple questions um mm -hmm. i don't know if you are a um movie or series um streaming kind of watcher but uh, wow. uh what is your favorite all time streaming series or movie and what are you currently watching okay i'm not currently watching anything i'm i'm not a i i'll only if i find something that i really really like then you won't see me for like a day because i just need to smash it all out and get it done <laughs> Right. I'm like, me time. I'm watching the whole series. So I think one of my all time favorites um, has to be between has to be between Friends and How I Met Your Mother. I know they're old school, but I love them. Like I can't get enough. Um, so I love those. Um, and the movie I most recently watched or yeah, it was on Netflix is The Tinder Swindler. Yeah. I Have you seen it. that? I did. It's, uh, wow. it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I like documentaries as well and, and, and things that are, you know, true. Um, even though, um, you know, I, I just I don't like the whole fiction sci fi thing. It's okay, just not yeah. my not my uh, not my thing. Yeah, um, I'm not a big fan either. Yeah. So, Corinne, where, where can we find you? Where can we follow you? Um, you know, you've been a wealth of information. I know it, it's, you know, uh, short in uh, in the sense of 25 minutes, but you could certainly get a lot more education um uh with corinne's videos on youtube and such and uh an avid poster um on uh on instagram as well yes yes so i'm definitely on instagram please be careful which one you follow because unfortunately there are a lot of fake pages right now that are trying to copy my my instagram and twitter so um i think i have it here as my name 
please double check that it's just one R double N. So Corinne Florence with a three instead of an E at the end. I know I made it complicated, but right now that's my brand. I can't change it anymore. So please be careful which one you're you're following. I will never ask you for money or transactions or anything directly through DM. If that's the case, that's not me. So please be careful online. Um, and yeah, from there, you'll be able to see my YouTube, Twitter, um, as well as, you know, I'm an official crypto educator inside of a huge platform. Um, so I have all the details on there. And I'm just excited to continue sharing information about this crypto space and this whole change and revolution that's happening to the world, because I think that education is the key to everything and we all need it. So and the correct information. So thank you so much for having me on here, David. Thank you. Um, I had one, I guess, quick question. What's your favorite yeah. platform for crypto to in order to invest? Um, anything that's decentralized. So um, I believe in moving away from the crypto.com, from the Coinbase's, from the Robinhoods, because you uh, don't even actually own your money or your crypto if you're storing it on there. Um, but rather something like your MetaMask or your mm, Exodus wallet. Those ones okay. are probably better. It's Exodus and Meta. Exodus Meta. and Meta Mask, M-A-S-K. Oh, very cool. Yes. Corinne, thank you so much. Um, thank you know, you. Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. And uh, we really, really appreciate it. Uh, definitely follow her. She's a wealth of information. She does a really good job, as you've seen. And uh, I appreciate her time. And we went way over time. So thank you very much, Corinne. <laughs> no problem. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Take care.